Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I'm Chaplain Carol, and you're listening to My Prayers Are a Witness. Today's episode is called A Thanksgiving Angel, based on the meeting of a stranger. I wrote it on November 20th, 2022. I present to you on this day of gratitude, a Thanksgiving angel. It was the Sunday morning before Thanksgiving, and I was in a hurry to get to church. The heavy cold rain dampened my enthusiasm to attend. I wanted to lift the cliché of staying in my warm pajamas, drinking hot cocoa, and reading a good book before the cozy fireplace. The Holy Spirit pressed me into going. He knew I had committed to ushering. Though I tried to avoid arguing with him, my lack of motivation to obey his will got me running late. I scrambled to find my car keys, purse, oh, and my coat. I finally had to stop and take a breath, asking the spirit to forgive my grumpy attitude. From that moment on, I felt something amazing from him was in store for my day. As I navigated the road in the downpour like a captain at the helm of a ship riding a hurricane, I saw an elderly, ragged-looking hitchhiker by the side of the freeway entrance. He was shivering. His tattered jean jacket failed to protect him from the nasty weather. Typically, I never pick up male hitchhikers when alone in the car. I encourage all women to have this as a rule for safety's sake. Yet. As I was driving past him, I instinctively pulled over to the side of the road, saying, Yes, Lord. His name is Ken, and he is headed to the Canadian border. It's not very far from where I live. I didn't have a towel for him, so I fully blasted the heater in my car and faced all the vents toward him. He took his hands and warmed them over the nearest ones. I explained to him that I couldn't take him all the way to the border because I needed to usher at church, but if he attended with me, I could take him all the way there afterward. Ken answered with a twinkling in his eye that beamed like the North Star. Church, now that sounds nice. I bet they have coffee too. Yes, sir, they certainly do, I responded with a giggle caught from his contagious cheerfulness. On the way there to our destination, Ken told me about his grand adventure of using his thumb to travel to California and back to Canada, of which he is a citizen, born and raised in Victoria. He had gone to California to search for work and possibly purchase a car. Alas, both of his dreams were not meant to be. However, he held no resentment toward God. He was just on another adventure that the Lord saw him through. I listened to every word like a child enthralled with a bedtime story. Before we knew it, we arrived at church. Ken fell in love with the outside of the old building. He asked about his history like he was getting to know a new friend. 
entering the sanctuary. We both embraced the warmth as he eagerly grabbed the hot coffee he had long anticipated drinking. During the sermon, he leaned over and whispered with a nod of approval, that pastor is a well-educated man. Ken held a smile throughout the service that said he felt at home. After the service ended, I asked Ken, have you had anything to eat today? He chuckled as if it was an inside joke. No, not yet. I told him it would be my honor to take him to lunch, but first I needed to pick up my son. I would love to meet your son, he replied with enthusiasm I did not expect, but should have because of his glowing congeniality. My Micah, who had just turned 22 at the time, is the sweetest boy walking this earth. It does not matter who the person is, whether they smell like weed or rose, have money or holes in their pockets, or have veneers on or gaps in their teeth, my boy will treat them as if they had been friends forever. Sometimes people don't respond back to him in the same manner because of the disability he was born with, their awkward discomfort. It's clearly seen, sometimes even walking away like they were avoiding catching the plague. But this road-worn soul embraced the abundance of friendliness from Micah and returned it sevenfolds. The three of us ate at a local burger and brew restaurant. Micah and I wanted to treat Ken to something a little more swanky than a fast food joint, but it still needed to be within my modest budget. While enjoying our food, we talked about many things for hours. Micah and Ken were in their element of conversing on faith, politics, and life experiences. I chimed in here and there, but mainly sat as a captive audience. I could feel the Lord's presence also joining us. Matthew 18.20 says, For where there are two or three gathered together in my name, there I am in the middle of them. World English Bible Translation My son had been sick from loneliness and depression as of late, and I began to worry about him. Micah flourished in the conversation with Ken, gleaming from his words of wisdom about the obstacles he had to overcome in his life and how he learned to be content in all circumstances. Philippians 4, 11-13 says, not that I speak because of lack, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content in it. I know how to be humbled, and I also know how to abound in everything. And in all things I have learned the secret of both to be filled and to be hungry, both to abound and to be in need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. World English Bible Translation And then a question dawned in my mind. Were we entertaining an angel? 
The scripture Hebrews 13 2 sang in my ears, Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for in doing so some have entertained angels without knowing it. I watched this man with lines of long life haloing around his eyes look gently at Micah as they both conversed. My son needed a friend this morning, and thinking about it, I needed one too. Ken was an angel, and my heart was humbled and filled with gratitude. At the end of the afternoon, the three of us said our goodbyes at the border. We stood outside the car because it stopped raining. The sun's heat was like an electric blanket, banishing every inch of chill out of our bodies. It was an answer to prayer. I prayed earlier in the car for Ken to be able to finish his journey's last lap in the sun's warmth. I also prayed that the Lord's love would continue to keep his soul warm. We would not be able to stay in touch with Ken because he did not have a phone or an address to call his own. He would be rotating his stay with family and friends from week to week until he could get on his feet. We prayed in the Lord's name, thanking him for giving us a wonderful day to spend together. I hope our paths cross again, even if it is in heaven. As Thanksgiving arrived, I thought about Ken, hoping he was having a nice dinner with his family and friends as I was having with mine. I looked at everyone around the table and the mound of food upon it. I could feel the blessing give my spirit a big hug. Ken made me think about the plenty God has given me. I am not a rich person. I'm not even well off. But the Lord gave me enough to help a stranger who blessed me and encouraged my son. Please pray with me. Oh, great Lord Provider, Thanksgiving Day is an opportunity for us to honor you with grateful hearts for what you have given us. But let us also be thankful for what we can share. May your Spirit help Remind us that acts of gratitude and kindness do not end after saying grace over the turkey, but they are at all times, and in whatever manner they come to us, even in the stranger knocking at our front door. Psalm 136.3 says, Give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his loving kindness endures forever. Hallelujah. Amen. Have a wonderful and blessed Thanksgiving today.